0: Namaste and welcome to the River of Wisdom podcast, a podcast that brings to you the ancient Vedic tradition, which reveals that you are pure being, having a human experience. I'm your guide by the side, Swamini P. Let us flow you and I on the banks of the River of Wisdom. Here is a question from a listener of the podcast. When I am in contact with people who have expectations of me to be something or someone I am not, I do not know how to handle that. Even when I have made an attempt to compromise and make some changes to meet those expectations, it is never enough for that other person. They lack empathy or sympathy themselves to understand the pressure and pain it puts on me. And that person is not someone I can just let go of because he is family. In general, how to handle others who have expectations of us to be something we are not? Thank you for this really juicy question. The ancient guide of Dharma can truly help us in seeing four points that we need to understand and apply in our situations. 1. Understand each other's needs. 2. See what each of you are doing to meet each other's needs and discuss what the situation requires in terms of dharma. 3. Request for what you want and what you are willing to do. 4. And most importantly, be guided by the script of dharma. So I will elaborate on each of these points. First, understand that all of us, I repeat, all of us have needs. And I'm going to list some of them. They're not exhaustive by any means. First, the need for physical well-being which manifests as our need to eat well, exercise, rest and sleep. Second, the need for connection which manifests as the need to communicate, nurture, appreciate the other, or the need to feel trusted, safe, and be understood. Third, the need for independence, which manifests as our need to make choices and have the freedom to do. Four, the need for fun, which manifests as our need for play, humor, laughter, and a light-heartedness fifth the need for self-expression or achievement which manifests as our need for creativity effectiveness contribution and learning the degree of these needs varies but the needs are very much there underlying all these needs is the need for moksha freedom from a sense of wanting but to discern this need we have to be comfortable with meeting the above needs, and help others to do the same. So try to understand your needs and the other person's needs. When your partner says, let's go out for the weekend, he or she is expressing a need for physical well-being in the outdoors and a need for novelty. Instead, when you say that you want to stay at home, complete the different errands, You are expressing a need for rest, a need for tidiness and a need for efficiency to be ready for the next week. Who is right? Both and neither. Different needs are being expressed by two people in a situation. The guide of Dharma suggests that we try to meet both needs. We can schedule time to go out as well as to stay home and do what needs to be done. If we are understanding of just this much, we can avoid unnecessary conflicts and name-calling. When your child insists on playing games and not doing the homework, she is expressing a need for fun and entertainment. You have a need that your child learn to work hard and have discipline. Again you nag, and again she zones you out. Your child does not feel understood, nor do you feel validated, despite doing so much as a parent. All that is required is for you to understand that just like you, your child has a need for fun and play. If you are able to help the child have fun time, the chances are good that if and when the time for homework comes, the child is likely to follow through. When your office colleague always speaks of what he did, which led to the success of the project, you may get annoyed at him blowing his own trumpet. Actually, his need for appreciation and validation is higher than yours. And since he's not getting enough from the others, he brags. You have a need for fairness. And so, you contribute to the conversation saying that it was team effort and acknowledge different people's contribution. Things move forward. Without understanding him, if you start getting annoyed you will probably start avoiding him. Without understanding yourself and your needs, you are missing out an opportunity to contribute and perhaps enhance his perspective too. When your partner calls her mother very often, she has a need to connect and is seeking support or assurance or offering support to her mother. Perhaps your relationship with your mother involves you speaking to her once a week. Can you say you are right and she is wrong? You can dismiss your partner saying, Oh, she's so needy. She has still not left holding her mother's pallu. Instead, you could also see and understand her needs. You may also want to explore whether you are present for your partner to listen without offering quick solutions or judgments. Just listening to another can be such a gift, and sometimes, reflecting back the other person's needs can be helpful too. Accept that the other person's intensity of needs may be different than yours, and it is fine. When we are related to the other, we want to help meet their needs. We want to be able to fulfill our responsibilities towards them, because then, their rights are met. This is dharma. But one person cannot meet all the needs of the other. In the western world, the partner has a huge burden of meeting all the needs of the other. This is not realistic, nor is it possible. No wonder people are choosing to not marry, or many marriages end in separation. The Vedic tradition has a refreshing and a profound understanding of relationships, especially the partnership of marriage. It is considered a sacred commitment, blessed by the gods and the elders. The purpose of the partnership is spiritual growth. Yes, you heard that right. Wherein, the couple support each other to grow in all ways physical, emotional, intellectual, social And most importantly, spiritual. Growth for what? Well, growth for self-discovery. Since the journey of the person is a journey towards moksha, a discovery of one's own nature, the support of a companion to fulfill your family expectations are very important for a sense of fulfillment. A sense of fulfillment so great that you grow out of your many needs not through suppression, but through fulfilling them, resulting in joy and maturity. In the early days of your partnership, you had to do all the activities together. As time passed, it was fine for you to meet with your set of friends and for your partner to meet his set of friends. The love had not disappeared, but given way to a better understanding of each other's needs and accommodating different ways of living and embracing the other. Point 2. See what each of you are doing to meet each other's needs and discuss what the situation requires in terms of dharma. This has to be mutual. If only your needs are being met most of the time, your partner will feel undervalued and argue or fight. If only your partner's needs are being met most of the time, you will feel compromised and exhausted by the constant expectations. Objectively list your and your partner's needs and how both of you are mutually fulfilling them. Be objective about this. Look at facts and not just your feelings about it. Express your appreciation of how your needs are being met. Sometimes it might be helpful to do this as a joint exercise. For instance, you want to go for a spiritual retreat for the weekend. You have never done this before and you think that your partner will not appreciate it. On the other hand, when your partner wants to go away for the weekend for a school reunion, you are very supportive of the idea. The dharma of the situation requires that both your needs are met in some way. You have never expressed your need and so you have no idea if it will be met. You have to find the courage to express what you need. No, you are not selfish. It is your right from the standpoint of dharma of equal rights. Your partner may be concerned about how things will be in your absence As long as needs are more or less taken care of, it should be fine. The truth is, both your needs are valid and the effort of both to meet each other's needs must be there. Point 3. Request for what you want and what you are willing to do. The problem when it comes to expressing our needs is we blurt it out like a demand. You have to attend my office dinner. Instead, you could make a request. It would make me very happy if you will be there to celebrate my work and be there as support at office dinner. You've made a request and you have also linked it to your need and the person knows where you stand. This is not sugarcoating or diplomacy or manipulation. It is learning to express yourself honestly. If your partner hears a demand, he or she may not want to oblige at all, and there is a fight. Likewise, if you hear a demand from a partner, try to understand the underlying need. Let's say your partner says, you should contribute more to the family income, instead of feeling devalued and going on a worthless trip, pun intended. If you objectively look at the situation, you see that your partner is feeling the burden of expenses not meeting the current income. Your partner wants you to pitch in. As a responsible partner, you need to express that you understand the need to meet rising expenses, the current steps you are taking to save, and the steps you are likely to take to contribute to the family income. This calls for objectivity. Instead, we get defensive and we feel attacked. One of the signs of spiritual progress is to understand and accept each other and willing to do our dharma for the other. Suppose you say, I'm the only one doing my dharma. Then a part of your dharma is to point out what you need and request the other person to fulfill it. If the person says, I cannot do this for you, suggest some options or ask the person to think of options to make this possible for you. If we take the same example of you going away on a weekend spiritual retreat, let's say your partner does not agree, say that it is very important for me and my growth to go for this. I have never earlier gone for something like this. I need your support. I could cook some meals in advance and some meals could be takeaway. I will try and call once a day too. It would make me very happy if I were to do this. If the partner still does not want you to go, ask for what is really bothering the person and seek to address it. We blurt out demands. The other blurts out demands because the intensity of our needs is very high. And then we're disappointed that the partner is so inconsiderate. Actually, we must learn to express ourselves through expressing our needs and make requests instead of demands. Suppose I expect that people should Practice the love and understanding that we are one. Honestly, this is unrealistic. If I am objective, I will recognize that everyone is at different stages in their spiritual journey. I will also recognize that just as it has taken me time to arrive at a certain understanding, others have the right to take the time they need. Until then, being guided by dharma is necessary and sufficient. Simply put, dharma is doing unto the other as you would have them do unto you. Fourth and lastly, be guided by the script of dharma. Dharma, the universal framework of values, is upheld when we are able to more or less meet each other's expectations. The scripts for the roles in our lives are ever dynamic and guided by dharma. It is not just about what I want or you want, it is about us doing what is appropriate in the given situation so that both of us can move forward in our growth. No script is set in stone and there is much improvisation depending on the situation there is hardly ever a 50 50 ratio in you and the other fulfilling the set of responsibilities and that is okay we do what works when you do your dharma in a given situation you have intuitively and intelligently followed the dynamic script all of us have been endowed with this extraordinary capacity in playing the role of a partner you made a commitment once upon a time and so you try to do what you can for the other person if you fulfill your responsibilities the other's rights of receiving support and happiness is fulfilled if the other fulfills his or her responsibilities towards you then your rights of receiving support and happiness is fulfilled It is a mutual meeting of expectations. In other words, it is following the script of dharma. If you fulfill your responsibilities as a parent to your children, you try to ensure care, education and opportunities for overall development. The specifics will always differ depending on your circumstances and culture. From the child's perspective, his or her rights... To physical, emotional, intellectual, social and spiritual development are met as you fulfill your responsibilities. This understanding of one's responsibilities and the other's rights in any relationship calls for a lot of maturity and sensitivity. Every day is an opportunity to relate to the other through the universal framework of dharma which has stood the test of time. Every day is an opportunity to creatively think through possibilities of expressing your care for the other. Every day is an opportunity to have your needs met through the care of the other. Every day is an opportunity to grow through the fulfillment of your needs as you do your dharma. In doing your dharma through your actions, you relate to Ishvara, as dharma is a manifestation of Ishvara. You are ever connected to the other. And so you drop the expectation that you should not have expectations. I want to suggest that those listening in also re-listen to episode number 27 on the podcast list titled A Life of Expectations, Myth or Reality. You matter, your life matters, what you do with your life matters. Thanks for listening. I also want to thank those of you who have written in to share your thoughts. I value it very much and look forward to serving you. As we approach a year of this podcast, I would love to hear from you. Any insights, observations, questions or requests, write to me at swaminiji at discoveratma.com That's S-W-A-M-I-N-I-J-I at D-I-S-C-O-V-E-R-A-T-M-A dot com And I will respond. Thanks for listening and see you next week.